0: Welcome to the B-Side Boys Podcast. Who do you think you are, I am? An Iowa rugby podcast. Okay, I didn't know that. Well, now you do. With your host, Mr. Gray. (laughs) Big meaty man slapping me. (laughs) And Billy V. I am untethered and my rage knows no bounds.
1: Brought to you by Rotor Epoxy. This is the adult tour, which means you can drink if you want, and we can say whatever the hell we want. <laughs> my
0: music. So there I was in the Wombat Den, another episode of the B-Side Boys podcast. Yeah. Philly V, how we doing? I'm warm. It's been hot out.
2: Yeah, and you work outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's okay though. I mean, gotta do it.
0: Someone has to. Someone's got to. Not you don't either. have to do it, I get to do it. Aw. Shout out Alec Lang. <laughs> yeah. That's one of our favorite quotes. It is, by far. No, uh yeah, no, it's it's kinda toasty. So I've been doing this thing lately outside. Little little news thing. Actually, I've done it before. Stopped doing it for a while, doing it again. Uh been going out for uh jogs. I know, I seen it. <laughs> Dude, so basically you know life happens Then you step on the scale after a while and you're like oh god like what happened and it's like i know what happened uh and i was like okay before the season starts i need to you know start running also too i can't do crossfit right now because i got a hernia got surgery coming up so it's one of those things where i'm just kind of like annoyed because i'm like i can lightly jog yeah but i can't do my crossfit <laughs> by the way it's been like 50 episodes since i brought it up that's very impressive. I feel like it hasn't been that long, but it probably has. I mean it's been a while. It has I mean, been a while. Okay, we did have Abby on at the start of season uh, yeah, two. Yeah. <laughs> so probably like twenty-five episodes.
2: Yeah, it's pretty good though. Like I know. usually CrossFit people like to bring up CrossFit.
0: Built different. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> my doctor said I can lightly jog, so I've been lightly jogging. Yeah. And I tweeted out there that, hey, here's a selfie. I'm going to take a selfie. I'm going to go for a jog. And my goal is to at least get outside and move. So some days it might be a walk because, you know, recovery is yeah, important. Right? It is, yeah. And a lot of times my thing that I do a lot is I push way too hard, burn out, do worse habits. And then I come back real strong and I burn out again. So just nice and easy. And then today I was like, I don't really want to run. Maybe I'll take today off on day two. And then I saw like 24 people liked my tweet. Random people that I don't even know liked it. And I'm like, well, now I have to do it. So I go out, go for my run. My run today was faster than yesterday. So I'm super pumped. And then my Apple watch tells me this. And it broke my heart. (laughs) So I get a notification. I'm sitting down on a bench after the run. And it says, notification, health low cardio fitness this may do this may be due to an overall lack of physical activity or a medical condition that's impacting your cardio fitness cardio fitness can be improved or maintained by and it goes on but man that apple, yeah say that was a smack in the face <laughs> it hurt cuz yeah. i was like hey two days in a row we're making some good habits as you can see, I bought a bench press. Yeah, been, for the
2: Wombat Then We can make other people rep out
0: 225 or something. And well, oh, I need a couple more biscuits. The max we can do right now... Well, actually, wait. So 135 plus 70 would be 205, 205 yeah. plus 50. Yeah, so you got plenty. 255. Yeah. But we can't do 225 because I only have <laughs> three weights. Hey, it's a start. <laughs> no, so that's a thing. And yeah, it is hot out. And I feel like, too... People look at me because I'll wear long sleeves and I'm like, hey, I'm cutting weight for wrestling. They're like, you wrestle? Shut up. No, I don't. Like, <laughs> it's a joke. People don't get it. I know. Ugh, it's terrible. But there's a lot of cool things happening this summer. We're going to try to condense it down because uh, we have a sweet interview coming up very soon. Also, the second half of the show, if you're one of the guys in the Intra City Sevens and you're like, oh, man, they're going to break down the draft. They're going to break down the teams. We are doing that after the interview with Gabe. Yeah. Okay? So, if you're like, oh, they're going to do it right away. Nope. We're going to make you wait so you get the <laughs> so opportunity to, to hear from our sponsors. You know? Mm, yeah, of course. It, it's We're doing it for them. I want them to be exposed to it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They're so thoughtful. First thing, though, I do want to get off. Um, the United States rugby team, USA Rugby, were sad. They didn't qualify for the World Cup. Yeah. Right? But things are kind of looking bright because the u20 team they just defeated canada 43 to 21
2: yeah so that's very promising
0: yeah canada's u20 team and that's something too Where like you know it just depends on the year and we're just kind of always uh whatever mm. dude we over doubled up them Doub- yeah bub- doubled them up that's what i meant to say yeah so 43 21 um bsag had two tries Christians had one Pongi had one Reed had one Klein had one crimp had five conversions and a penalty kick also this is really cool check this out do you see what's on his sleeve do you know what that logo is it's hard to tell does that look like an A from Atlanta oh yeah okay so on these kids jerseys they put the PR7s team or the MLR team or the academy they're working with. Oh, that's cool. On the sleeve to be like, hey, this is how, this is where I'm working on top of my U20s thing. Huh. So connecting these different pipelines to the USA team, I think that's brilliant.
2: Yeah, no, that's a really cool idea. Unless it's, it's your own personal kit, like that's pretty dope.
0: Yeah. And then people said to USA Rugby said it was a high energy game for the U20s. Brian Ray, he's a guy on Twitter that I look at a lot, who has a lot of good information, mm. uh, at Ray's Rugby. He said, USA looking in good shape to qualify for the World Cup U-20s trophy. So, I mean, that's the thing, too. Like, hey, this is the team that these guys, eight years from now, will be 28, oh, yeah. 27, 26, these are the very guys who could be playing yeah. in the World Cup at the biggest stage in the United States. This is promising. Yeah, very. They still have a lot of work to do, and there's still of more course. talent out there, but this is great. Mm. Uh, someone else made the joke, too, and I think it was Brian Ray. Someone said, oh, this match is being streamed on Flow Rugby, which means no one will see it. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, not wrong. Uh, The next thing we wanted to talk about, too. So, congrats, U20s. That's amazing. The next thing that's super important. Club Rugby had their national championships this past weekend in St. Charles, Missouri. Are you okay? What was that? Uh, It's so close. Humph. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh, I had to drive across the country (laughs) to play in a national title. Phil, you played a national title. Grow up. I didn't, but. Oh. Yeah don't bring it up (laughs) why
2: why are you being a oh that would have been nice though but I mean yeah I wasn't anticipating
0: being there so (laughs) we are going off the rails I know (laughs) anyways yeah continue women's D1 so the San Diego surfers defeated Nova 45-22 in the men's D1 bracket filled with controversy this was crazy Mm. yeah so the Austin Blacks defeat New York Old Blue 38-14. But someone in the comments said, didn't the Chicago Griffins beat Old Blue by 23 points? Mm-hmm. You would be correct. So the Chicago Griffins put a beat down on Old Blue in the semifinal. But here's what I heard. And through it, the grapevine. This through the grapevine. It's not confirmed. <laughs> through multiple grapevines. And I tried to talk to people who might know. And everyone kind of has the same thing. Sounds like the Chicago Griffins had a player that they believed could play for them. They put in a request or a waiver or a notification to be like, Hey, this dude's playing. Is this okay? They were under the assumption or someone told them it was okay that this player could play. Mm -hmm. And then Old Blue put in an appeal and said, I don't think that player should have played. And then USA Rugby came out and said... Hey, Chicago Griffins, that dude's ineligible. He played in the match; it's a forfeit, and so Old Blue moved on. That's so wild. Yeah, it's one of those things too, where it's just, you know, hey USA Rugby U twenties, you won. Hey USA Rugby, what are you doing for the the club side of <sighs> things? Like, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, if you said he could play and then he played in the game, that's it.
2: Yeah, that's drop it. it exactly.
0: If he couldn't play in the game that should have been decided before because you have so much time to submit rosters and like we've gone through the national process mm. multiple times you submit rosters you do an id check there's multiple checkpoints not only throughout the playoffs but before the playoffs just all yeah. the time and so especially at the d1 level they gotta know who every single player is where mm. they've been and the rules have to be clearly defined so i that's the thing, we're just speculating, we're, we're going off of what we heard, but it's one of those things where it's just like, a lot of people are upset, it seems like something that could easily be fixed ahead of time. Yeah. And the fact that they kind of wavered on it, and then they changed their mind, it looks bad. It's literally the same concept if you're a, you know, if you're reffing a match, you're
2: sorry, stick with your original call. Right. You know?
0: Like, come on. Well, and that's the thing, it reminds me, when I coached at the University of Northern Iowa, we had that play-in game against Stout. Yeah. And... Aunt Fryan brought this guy up, Rich Cortez. he was the guy who made sure players were eligible for USA rugby, so I remember I filled out a commendum commendum I don't remember the it's an agreement, yeah, that basically said that people who go to Hawkeye Community College could play rugby for you and I because Hawkeye didn't have a team signed it, everything was good. I turned in the paperwork, everything was good. Then we went to Stout. And when we were doing the ID check, they go, hey, these guys don't go to the University of Northern Iowa. They go to Hawkeye Community College. And was it Hawkeye or Blackhawk?
2: It was Hawkeye. It was
0: Hawkeye, yep. yeah. Anyways, Todd Streeter was the name of the guy. And he's a good guy. He's a Wisconsin guy. He's doing stuff with USA Rugby. And he's a really good dude. But he was the guy doing the ID checks. We were at Wisconsin Stout, U.S., or The referees for USA Rugby were from Wisconsin. Todd Streeter was there. They basically told me, they're like, look, you can tell us that these guys are eligible to play, but we will appeal this. And I'm a 24-year-old coach, and I felt like I had all the paperwork in line, and he took one look at it and said, nah, this doesn't look right. I will appeal it. And if these guys play and we appeal it and we win, it will be a forfeit. And I remember being intimidated, and I was like, oh, this guy has connections. I sat out. DeAndre, Scott Evans, oh no, Zach Scott Evans Bailey.
2: Was, Evans played. Um, it was oh, Bailey back. Yeah, back. That's Beck, who was. Yeah. But it's like starting prop, a key impact player, and a key sub. You know, for us,
0: starting prop, starting center, yeah. and then a sub, and then oh, the reason why Scott. He got the concussion.
2: Yeah. He got a concussion ten but, minutes
0: in, but but they they was, the trainer was from Wisconsin too, yeah. and they were like, "You're concussed," and he's, and he's like, "You're I feel fine." Like they're like, "Nope, yeah. you can't play." Yeah, that was rough. It was. So we've been on that before. We get it, but it's frustrating. But again, the final score was thirty-eight, fourteen. Austin Blacks has a great program. Oh yeah, but man, Chicago Griffins could have won that game it would have been a lot closer too, i believe you know oh yeah 100 um, you know congrats to the austin blacks because again that is a name in the d1 and d3 and d2 like we see their names over and over they have such a great community Mm -hmm. and that's why too it's crazy that the austin gill gronies aren't around because like austin blacks have a great rugby scene yeah how do you not have an mlr team that feeds off that women's d2 the knoxville minx defeat severn river 33 22 in the D2 bracket, the Denver Barbarians defeat Boise United 49 34. Congratulations to the Denver Barbarians. That's kind of one of those clubs that uh, we know of. And, yep, you know, have some familiar faces on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because did you know that Max Murphy went to the University of Iowa State? Yeah. Better known as Iowa State University. <laughs> I don't know why I said it that way. UIS. Um, yeah, no, Max Murphy, Iowa State alum, mm-hmm. he played for him. Yeah, and then and... Piz is still a big
2: part of that club, and mm-hmm. now they got uh, you know uh, Lane and Chuck down there
0: playing sevens, and yep. yeah. They... And then Caleb Boylan, he played yep. for him in the past in the fall. So I mean, yeah. a lot of a lot of guys we know are are familiar with that club, and yeah, Denver Barbarians, well run club, and then in the men's D3 bracket. Austin Blacks defeat Colorado Springs 18-14. Hey, Austin Blacks again. Yeah, no way. Um, yeah, they this is their second national title in the last 4 years? 5 mm, years? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Hard to keep up, but like they're they're always in the running. They just they've
2: only had like one or two losses in the in a 5-year span or something crazy like that.
0: It is crazy. But like you got to think like the amount of guys they have on that roster and just D1, D2, D4 and then just it just blows my mind and I'm just not jealous, but it's just like, man, everybody who wants to run a rugby club should like, and I mm. want to go down there. I want to go down there Model it after and them. like, yeah. what are you guys doing to get these numbers? Obviously, Austin's a bigger community. Yeah. Actually, what is the population of Austin?
2: It's definitely up there. And I was talking to, so, um, Palm Beach played Austin Blacks or whatever for, oh, yeah. in playoffs. Yeah. For the super regional deal. Um, and they only lost by like five points or whatever to them. So, but they were saying like, home beach could have won. Yeah. Easily. And like, um, they were mentioning how a lot of the D three guys, you know, were former D one dudes, like, cause they're a little yes. bit on the older side. And a lot of them are like, you know, former USA Eagles and stuff, but like, they're just, you know, hanging out in D three and playing. It's just like, damn,
0: like, how would you feel about that? Like running into some <laughs> former USA Eagles? Well, I definitely feel like it'd be one of those things where, and I know we already do it where, we play against someone. It's like, oh, I played against this guy. I played against yeah, that guy. Because yeah. it's like opportunities. And we're going to talk to like younger people who have opportunities to go to high level. Those weren't there for us. Yeah. So when we do get the chance to play someone like that, it is fun to be like, yeah. oh, I played against this guy. Geek even, out a little bit. Yeah. Even <laughs> if it's past their prime. But it's like, it's kind of cool. But that makes sense. I mean, Austin is a cool place to live. And, and that's what we do with the Wombats, too. A lot of us are, well, myself, when we were walking at the state tournament for high school, mm. one of the kids turned uh, and looked at Vic. He's like, oh, yeah, all you guys are are younger on the Wombats. And Vic's like, yeah, pretty much most guys are. Well, I mean, Vic looks <laughs> at me. <laughs> he's like, except Gray. I'm just like, come on. man!" And then I'm like, yeah, I am kind of one of the oldest guys on the team. Me too. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, And it, it's one of those things where that was the point where it's like, mm. we want to keep playing, but we also know our bodies – and our time, we just can't do it at a high level. Yeah. Granted, we weren't Eagles, so we didn't play D1. <laughs> but, like, what a sweet system they have where they just call their buddies up, like, hey, you wanna keep playing D3? And they're like, ah, we don't have to try very hard. We know way more than everybody. Um, yeah. Mm. Austin, Texas, 961,000. Des Moines, Iowa, 566,000. So that's not as much of a difference as I thought it'd be. Almost double little less than double but still yeah it's... i was expecting a couple million but yeah but also what other what other you know texas communities around there I, I don't know they probably pull from other places too but yeah it's uh it's awesome stuff so yeah that's kind of the kickoff here so now i think we should get to our interview yeah because again yeah. on the back side of this you're already looking at your clock like we're going to go late. Yeah. No, I'm not
2: worried about that. I was like, yeah, I told him we'd call around this time. So
0: <laughs> we'll call him when we call him. Yeah. Uh, and call. <laughs> yeah, this interview is going to be brought to you by Tighthead Brewing Company. Hmm. You want to give him a jingle? Yeah, let's give him a call. This interview is brought to you by Tighthead Brewing Company. Tidehead Brewing Company is a craft brewery located in Mundelein, a suburb of Chicago. Their brew pub is a neighborhood institution where friends and families can meet up and enjoy great music, wonderful company, and the best beer in town. Since they opened their doors in 2011, they've poured their heart and soul into every glass. Stop in and taste what they're talking about. Also, if you are not from Chicago, make sure you go to your local grocery store, liquor store, restaurant, bar, pub, whatever. Ask the bartender, ask the owner, ask whoever runs the place for Tight Head Brewing Company beer. They distribute through doll distributing you can drink it in iowa it is found in iowa and oh yeah the name tighthead bruce played rugby for 13 years mostly as a tighthead prop bruce is the owner founder and master brewer the tighthead prop is a position that involves being in the front row of the scrum supporting the hooker the explanation is too long for this story but we encourage you to research and understand the origin of the name and become a fan of not only the beer but the sport it represents enjoy tighthead brewing company
2: All right, now we're to the interview portion of the show. We have a very special guest today, Gabe Santiama. This is uh, brought to you by Tighthead Brewing Company. Gabe, how you doing? Oh, that's all over the computer. <laughs> Whoops. Gabe, how you doing tonight?
1: Oh, I'm good. How are you guys?
2: Oh, not too bad. You know, just enjoying this beautiful weather and yeah, it's. It's good.
0: Okay, so Phil's a liar. He's been <laughs> bitching about the heat this entire time. So the fact he's saying he's enjoying it, he's about ready to walk out of the wombat den because my garage is a little toasty. There's no AC in here.
1: And I don't yeah, think it's I- that insulated either. I got, uh, I got really sweaty armpits, so the heat, I like the winter more. Me too. It's kind of rough.
0: Well, I like, you know, being a bigger guy, I like wearing layers. I feel like, you know, I can put on a nice little coat. Now that we're, you know, you got to wear t-shirts and things are a little tighter. I'm not a fan of it. And then yeah, it gets sweaty and just uh I really like Fat Guy Fall. Fat Guy Fall is my favorite. It is. Yeah. I feel that. I like that. But you're a crazy, man, because you signed up for the Intercity 7s and you got drafted this past weekend. So, what uh what's the mindset behind joining Intracity 7s?
1: Um, well, it was a big thing all my buddies were doing from college. Uh, all the UNI guys stand back in town over the summer, and I figured it's a great chance to just go out, play rugby, kind of stay in shape a little bit. Now that I'm graduated, I might get that dad bod going. Um, <laughs> but with this, hopefully I can lose a few pounds and meet some new rugby players, keep playing rugby, and that's kind of that's my biggest thing is just play over the summer.
0: Yeah, um, and was this something, too, that, like, you saw all the people doing it last year did you see the stuff on social media where people were talking about um just looking forward to this year and it's going to grow and get bigger or was it just like one of your buddies was like hey we're doing this
1: so i did see it last year i saw so i saw um tim flayed i think one newcomer of the year last year mm-hmm. and he's now a I guy so i remember talk to, talking to him at one of the cresco tournaments and I saw that, and then I heard that they were doing a draft this year, and you can kind of trade players around, and I thought that was awesome, because it's like a little Madden League.
3: Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah.
1: So, I heard about that, and I knew I had to go for it.
2: (laughs) Did you uh, go in person, though? Like, was there a lot of guys that went in person, or?
1: I didn't go. I'm not sure how many guys went. We were hoping it'd be live-streamed, but...
2: (sighs) Mm, yeah, we, we were kind of planning on doing that, but uh, I had some car
0: issues I needed to deal with, and
2: I don't know what Mr. Great was doing.
0: <laughs> I was ready to go. Everything was packed up, and I had nothing going on, and it was all Phil's <laughs> fault. liar. I wasn't hanging out with my family and told my wife I had nothing rugby going on, so... Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I
1: think that's on your B-reel, you hanging out with your
0: kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, you kids and your B-reels. I
2: tried I'm it for different. like two days, and I gave up on it yeah because you're fake yeah i know
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah no robbie was giving me a hard time he kept sending me instagram messages like hey so you live streaming or like hey what's going on like what what's <laughs> and he and i just broke my heart every time he messaged me because i'm like i know i'm not going and i Bobby, wanted to go and he just i feel like i let robbie down
1: that might be my fault i was having a uh... I was going to have a a watch party at my house and everybody was asking me and I kept telling them to message you and if it was still going on.
0: Damn it. We really dropped the ball. uh, We we need to go to the, we should go to the championship round or like that final week. Yeah. We should definitely make that work. Even though we'll have practice for 15s probably, but we can skip it. Skip it or move it. Yeah. We run (laughs) the team. We can do whatever we want. (laughs) No. So you got drafted to the River City Wraith. First of yep. all, do you know what a Wraith
1: is? Isn't it like a demon? Or like a Grim Reaper? That's what it looks like.
0: Yeah, no, I'm legit asking you because I, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what that word is.
1: Uh, that was a question when I was saying I, I don't know either. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, the, the mascot is cool because, yeah, it's like a Grim Reaper looking guy. Um, and you do have Robbie on your team. Uh, Big Jaw is on your team. And let's see, you yeah, got Joseph. Joseph. Wally on your team do you know any of the other guys that are with you
1: uh I don't think I do those are about the only three that I know because
0: Gavin Bollinger JD Botha Edric uh, Coleman Josh Dirksen it's an opportunity
1: to make more friends
0: yeah, that's, yeah it's
2: I mean honestly it's a pretty cool idea to be able to network if you're on a team where you don't know a lot of guys and makes some yeah. new connections. so that's actually kind of cool yeah
0: yeah. And I think too, you know, they just have such a social aspect, you know, it's really cool to see like how this league started where they literally shut down their spring season a couple years ago because they didn't have numbers. And then they threw this together and, you know, I say threw together, but I mean, it was very intentionally planned mm-hmm. and then they wanted to get people in the community involved. And the fact that there's guys, I know, you know, a lot of you and I guys are going, a lot of Cedar Rapids guys are going, um, obviously a lot of river city guys, it's really cool to see like Mason city kind of over the summer. Like this is a thing where yeah. the Iowa seven series isn't happening this summer. And this feels like it's kind of taking its place and it's on a weeknight, So you can still do stuff on Saturdays. Like, are you going to be playing in any tournaments on, you know, Saturdays with like you and I alumni team or with Bremer or with anybody else?
1: Yeah. We're trying to enter some. Um, I know there's a big hold on the uh, block party and I was and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I'll be playing with you and I some. Maybe Bremer some. Might even uh, come join the wombats a little. We'll Ooh. see. Hey, yo. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say if there's gonna be like a you and I team or like an alumni type thing, I'd be pretty interested yeah. in doing that. That'd be awesome. That'd be really fun.
0: Yeah. Congratulations on uh, graduating Gradu- yeah. and joining the ranks of being promoted to an 20. alumni.
1: Yeah, I got a cool uh, bookmark for being uh, an alumni when I graduated. So that's pretty awesome
0: wait we didn't get bookmarks
1: what well, <laughs>
0: we don't read <laughs> it's true
1: it's, it's just sitting on my desk right now
2: <laughs> is that something that zeus gave you or is it like actually blank well,
1: like, the university handed it to us uh, as we were walking.
2: i see like every year when uh which there's always like maybe like a few seniors that graduate every year uh for you and i but i always see uh, like the guys always put out pictures of like when you guys were like kids or whatever, and then like currently, I always really like yeah. those. I kind of wish we would have done that when we graduated.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. I, I like those. They, everybody can see how cute I was.
0: Yeah, adorable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know, talking about being at you and I, you played in some pretty cool places over the last few years. You know, being able to play in some big sevens tournaments. You guys were in the running for national titles in sevens and fifteens. You played in a lot of different places. Mm-hmm uh two-part question number one name all the places you played that were cool and then part two which one was your favorite
1: oh wow um let's see aside from like wisconsin and illinois and all those states Mm -hmm. um we got to travel to south carolina played at the citadel which was like a there was like a castle that surrounded our field Mm. That was awesome.
0: Didn't you have a tank yeah. in the tri-zone or something like that?
1: or a Yeah, jet they had like a tank, and then there was a jet, and then I think they had an airport right by there, so the planes were flying super yeah. low as we were flying. I remember the live stream. There's me. a picture of me and my buddy looking up, and we're just staring at a plane mid-game.
3: But,
1: <laughs> but that place was awesome. After that, we got to go to the uh, Sabercats Stadium in Houston, and then that kind of recapped that 15 season. Then we got to go to NOLA, which – at the time, I didn't think it was awesome, but looking back, compared to DC now, NOLA was it was one of the best times ever. Yeah, and then got to go to St. Louis, not as cool, just kind of a big rugby pitch. But it was freezing out, and then DC,
0: and, and that's kind of been all the places that we got to travel to. Hmm. Nice. And so, which one was your favorite between NOLA or Houston or?
1: It was awesome playing in the SaberCat Stadium. Hmm. Just kind—I've of, never played rugby, in a
3: like a big environment like that before yeah
1: and just kind of being there with the fans the 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 grass was awesome i would say that was probably my most favorite and coolest place to play
3: Hmm. nice
2: that'd be pretty cool to see um and then i guess this is like not exactly off topic but this year you got to play with your brother that had been pretty cool right
1: yeah um so the cards kind of worked in our favor for that um I had to finish up my student teaching, and I did that in the fall. And then I had one class left to take in the spring. I was all cleared to play with that, so I figured, you know what, I might as well take that last year, get to play with him one last time. Well, it was our first time. So, yeah, that was – this year was probably some of my favorite memories I've had, Mm -hmm. just being able to play with him watching him grow as a rugby player and all that, all that sappy stuff.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, that's got to be, I mean, my my brother, I guess, wasn't really into sports, but, like, it's got to be really cool to be able to share a field with, you know, family, you know?
1: Yeah, and he was always the first person I was hugging after every either cool moment, sad moment, anything like that. (laughs) So, it was always awesome to have him
0: right there. That is cool. Yeah, no, and, like, he... He's a monster, man. I remember yeah. when we came up and uh, we played that match before you guys when the Wombats played Cedar Rapids and then you guys played, was it Chicago or I think so. UIC? It was UIC yep. because they were not good.
3: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh,
0: watching him play in person, actually watching all you guys, I mean, man, just such a talented team. So many young guys, so many guys who played in high school. Do you really think that, like, or have you seen the team change from when you were there uh, as a freshman to now, like, based on guys' experiences in high school? Does it feel the same? Does it feel different? Um, what's that look like, getting guys with high school experience?
1: Um. Well, first off, Mikey's not that good. You guys are giving him too much credit. <laughs> no, That's his talk. older brother, right? <laughs> he's, Knocked he's him down a best peg or two. <laughs> but uh no having that high school experience is crazy having everybody just kind of understanding the rules of the game knowing how to pass is a huge one we don't have to teach that the first couple weeks which is I mean you can jump into other drills right away instead
3: Mm
1: -hmm. um having that couple years of high school um experience to come into college and be able to play right away is huge and I think that's really advanced you and I to what it is now and so like from last year Um, it was more kind of friendship. Um, we still had to teach some guys some stuff, but everybody's always new to rugby at some point. Yeah. And then to this year, um, everybody kind of knew what they were doing. And so we got to just get started right away. And from that, um, you know, you get competitive, you're excited to go play games. And that's exactly what we were Mm. is we were super competitive and we just wanted to go hit people. And that's what we did.
0: Oh, yeah. No, very apparent watching you guys in person just run right at people yep. and then to also be able to run right around them, too. It's it's a good mix of speed, power and knowledge. And, you know, thinking over the last few years, too, what did you appreciate most as having Coach Jesus Ramirez <laughs> as your leader? What what are some things you're going to miss about having him as a coach? <sighs>
1: Wow. We'll stay positive
0: um, first, and then we can really bash <laughs> him after this.
1: Um, I would say that he knows that we're a club first. Mm. And because of that, he knows that um, he can push us to certain levels. But at the same time, he knows that we're also there to have fun. And he's there to have fun with us. And I think that was probably the best thing was we could have fun at practice and practice was always fun. There's some days where you get that conditioner right at the beginning, you're like, God, this guy sucks. why he <laughs> do that to us? But then no, we play touch for a little bit or we have some drills and we can just mess around with him. We give him shit. He gives us shit back. That was that was probably the best. Nice.
2: He definitely knows how to
0: give you shit. That's for sure.
3: Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's definitely easy to give him shit too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> on the flip side, uh, what are you gonna miss most about like making fun of him, or uh, or what's one thing that maybe as a player you couldn't say or or make fun of him about? But you're, but now you're that, an alumni. You're an now, alumni so You can now. say whatever you want to. Him. You are a peer <laughs> of his now. So, um, <laughs> yeah. is there anything maybe? Uh, he listens sometimes. He probably won't hear this, but you can say whatever you want.
1: <laughs> Just let him have Gosh, it. Gosh, I hate that guy. He sucks so much. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think now I can kind of say whatever I want and not be like, oh, he's going to make me run for it. <laughs> or do some do some gassers or some random conditioner that I, I, I always half-ass conditioning. And he knew that. <laughs> And I think that's where he butted head the most. So maybe now I won't be on his bad side because of that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, that's awesome. And I really do like how you said, too, because I feel like from when we were there and and people before us where it's like, you and I has a high standard. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, being self-aware to be like, hey, we are a club. We're not getting paid. We want to make memories. We want to have fun. But also at the same time, like, I gotta balance work and school and life. Um, and, and just having that awareness. Cause I do think you see some clubs really try to be a varsity club yeah. without the varsity benefits, and then people okay. burn out. Exactly. And so the fact that like as players, as captains, as admin, and then as a coach, everybody's on the same page of like, this is how we balance this and this is how it works. Um, I love to hear it because I feel like that's what Phil and I loved about you and I. And that's why like we still play because we could balance having fun and trying to win at the same time where one doesn't dominate the other. Um, so what would you say if anybody if you were talking to a high school kid, you and we'll talk about too, I think you were coaching a little bit at, at Waverly. If you were gonna yep. talk to a high school kid, what would you tell them about you and I, about why they should go play for you and I? Like what would the pitch be if a high school kid was listening? Why should they go to you and I over in Iowa and Iowa State and Iowa Central out of state going to like Life or Lindenwood or just anywhere?
1: Yeah. So like you said, the balance is a huge thing. Um, So when I did my student teaching in the fall, there were some days I'd come home and I'd have to grade papers all night or I'd have to make a lesson plan super quick, all that kind of stuff and zeus was just super understanding about all of that Mm. and i don't think you're gonna find that anywhere else like uh like a varsity program or anything like that so the balance is a huge aspect and not only the balance but you're going to meet some awesome guys that go to you and i because they're not there to just play rugby to get their name out there they're also there to get an education they're there to have a good time I feel like because of that, you meet just, like, genuine people. And I've met some of my best friends just playing rugby there. And, yeah, I wouldn't trade it for the world.
0: And you guys won a lot of games, too. I feel like (laughs) you haven't even talked about the part where, I mean, how many national tournaments, 15s and 7s combined were you in? Would would it be eight? Uh,
1: I think two 15s and then two sevens. Okay, Okay. so
0: four. I mean, and then, again, some of the places you were able to travel – I mean, yeah. other people on campus in the clubs that they're in, like the the LARPing Club and the uh, <laughs> Ultimate Frisbee. Ultimate Fr- <laughs> I, like, I don't know where Ultimate Frisbee goes, but I don't know. I feel like they're not going to the same places that, that you guys All are right. going. And then to compete at that high level and then just the bond, too. Yeah. And then when you go and you play in InterCity 7s, you know, like you said, you only know two dudes, maybe three mm-hmm. guys on the team. But by the end of this, I guarantee you're going to be great friends with every single guy on that roster, and like, there's just so many common things, even though they're not from you and I. But they're, you guys are going to be on the same page about like the rugby culture, and that's yeah. what that's what's so cool. And so, what uh, what's your plan for after this summer? You're going to be playing in the fall? Did you get a teaching job lined up? <sighs>
1: So still applying to like full-time teaching jobs, but the school I really want to be at is Dyke New Hartford, and I know you've talked with a few of the UNI guys or any other people on the B-side boys that that would be a great spot to start a rugby club. Oh, yeah. So that's one of my top reasons I want to be there, but the school is awesome. But I have a full-time sub job lined up in the fall, and it's most likely going to turn into a full-time social studies job starting in January. So I'm hoping that if I get my foot in the door now, come next spring, we might have a rugby team there.
0: Nice, that's awesome. That'd be fantastic. I'm just saying though, if you want a full-time job in August, (laughs) you could work in the building I work in. (laughs) We have been labeled as a hard to fill school (laughs) and they are giving incentives to people who come work in my building, uh, 2,500 per semester uh a bonus just to work in our building because uh i don't know i don't know maybe just uh, i don't know it's a great place you should come down if you want you
1: should have told me that before i signed my lease <laughs>
0: ah great just <laughs> just just don't pay it just like walk out and be like what i thought i told you <laughs>
2: <laughs> you I thought, didn't, you didn't get my didn't get my telegram. My
0: fingers were crossed. <laughs> I didn't actually mean it. <laughs> uh, you gonna play rugby in the fall too?
1: Uh, we'll see. We'll see how that first year teaching goes making all those lessons and everything but I could see myself uh, making a couple tournaments on the weekends.
0: Nice. Yeah. yeah I will say that first year teaching is it hits you pretty hard because of it's, like, the first time with your content and coming up with every single, like you said, mm-hmm. lesson plan. Once you get to year two, you're like, oh, I just retool what I already have. And, right. like, also just there's going to – I mean, you probably felt it during student teaching and subbing. Like, there's days where you just get home at, like, 4 o'clock and then you sit on the couch and then you open your eyes. And you're like, how is it 7 p.m.? Did I fall asleep? <laughs> like, you're just mentally and emotionally and physically exhausted. And yeah. uh, I, I get it. I totally get it. So, yeah, but like I said, if you want to be really exhausted, <laughs> Des Moines has a million jobs open. So, all right? <laughs> but, no,
2: I uh, was actually not to get like too serious on a topic, but uh, let's get
0: sappy, a little
2: sappy. It was gonna be a little sappy, but I was, you know, wondering with all your time at you and I, uh, who do you feel like as like? maybe a teammate, or I guess it could be a coach or whatever, but...
1: Or a brother. Or a brother. Uh, who would
2: have the uh, the most influence over, like, you as a player and, like, your style of game? Like, anybody that you played with at UNI, or I guess even when you were at Waverly.
1: My style of game? Yeah. Gosh, I don't know. Or
2: maybe, like, who do you kind of try to mirror off of, you know, like, maybe somebody you've played with in the past or...
1: Um, so being from starting that first game at Waverly, I didn't really know like what rugby was and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So like having all my football background and all that, Marshawn Lynch was always my favorite player growing up. I'm a huge mm-hmm. Seahawks fan. Um so I just kinda tried to like run with the ball like he did and everything like that. And then when like I got older, learned how to pass the ball and everything like that. Um I don't know, just watching some older guys, um like Casey and everything, like kind of lead the team out there, um, distribute the ball and everything like that. And I know sometimes
0: he doesn't distribute the ball. <laughs> when you see no. a gap, you take it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or you make I, it. I, you make the <laughs> <a> gap. <laughs> he was yeah, good at yeah. doing that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, got to watch the Bucks growing up uh, through high school and all that kind of stuff. And just seeing how they play hard-nosed rugby. And that's kind of just what I wanted to, to do. And I think it worked out pretty well
3: yeah
0: big time (laughs) i feel like that's exactly like what i said when i was at uni and i watched Bremer for the first time and like even though i wasn't in high school i was at uni but i remember going to those matches and watching and being like i want to play rugby like that like that's a fun brand it's a fun style and uh they're fun people too so yeah Oh,
1: I try so, to uh, I try to base my social game afterwards around Robbie Ashton though.
0: <laughs> I think we all do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so
0: you and Robbie went to high school together, right?
1: Yeah, he was, I think three two or three grades below me though.
0: finally so knew him from uh football. Hmm. Gotcha. And then you guys really hit it off in rugby.
1: Yeah, so we knew my cousin and because of that we kind of started hanging out more. And then uh, I got him to go out for rugby. And I know he hated it the first week or two, but yeah. he loved the guys. He loved the guys that were there. and I think that's what's really kept him out is, like like I said earlier, you make your best friends in rugby. Oh, yeah.
2: And then you're sitting in a garage where it's like 90 degrees, talking to other people on a podcast. <laughs> if
0: you hate it so much, just go home.
2: Just leave. We're done. Open the garage door. <laughs> So, I was also curious too, are we going to see you at alumni weekend this year? Oh, absolutely. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. I cannot I'm wait.
1: excited.
0: Your first year as an alumni, it should be fun.
1: I know. <laughs> We're going to drink a lot.
0: you yeah. got to buy so many pitchers of beer for the current players, since you're an old guy <laughs> now. That's
2: technically how it works.
0: Yeah. Actually, that's not true at all. Like, <laughs> my first three years going to alumni weekend after I graduated. Guys were still buying me beer because I think they thought I was still on the team. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, guys, I graduated like three years ago. I'm like, ah, we got pitchers. I'm like, I'm not going to say no. I'm still, like, I'm more broke than I was in school. I mean, I'm a teacher, so oh, I'll take yeah. it. You know, 100%. <laughs> right. Oh,
3: yeah.
0: Oh, shoot. Well, going back to the Intercity Sevens, Phil and I, you know, we were asked to come up with a top six ranking and your team ended up coming in fourth out of six. Uh, what is your response?
1: How dare you? <laughs> no, I think it's, I think it was pretty fair. Um, like I said, I only know a few guys on our team. Um, but we'll see how this first week goes. I know we play the Rangers for sure. And then I think the second-ranked team. So two good games for sure. And then we might jump up based on how we do.
0: Oh, yeah. You got the Ragers and the Warriors. And so, yeah, that's the two and three teams. So the team's right in front of you. So that'll be that'll be good. So, yeah, if anybody is interested in watching some sevens on Wednesday in Mason City, starting at 620, there's going to be six matches. Uh, go to their page, Intercity Sevens Rugby. It's going to be an awesome time. They're going to have a photographer there. They're going to have all sorts they of sh- stuff. They should do a Facebook Live. That'd be cool. Oh, you're gonna tell them to live stream? <laughs> yeah. yeah. you're right. <laughs> no, it's gonna be sweet. So check that out. Um, you know, root for the Wraith and Gabe and his new friends. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. When we ranked this, we were trying to figure out who people were. We're doing our best to try to learn names, but yeah. we're learning just yeah. like you. You know. Yeah, I'm like I'm a little like my bias
2: always comes out. So obviously, I went with like the team that had probably the most you and I guys. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I that's what I told Mark when I sent it to him cuz he replied to me and was just like ooh, interesting and like and I told him, "Well, we may be controversial, but we are also uninformed." Yeah. So.
2: and at least we're consistent.
0: Yes, we're consistently uninformed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, well, good luck this Wednesday, man, and yeah, we'll um... be keeping an eye on it and we'll be keeping an eye for you at uh, you know, tournaments this summer yeah. on Saturdays and hopefully block party opens up a couple slots. Uh, you going to come down to toys for tots or any Des Moines tournaments. I'm
1: going to try. Cool. I, w- I will try.
0: I will say, I will offer up. You can crash on Phil's couch. <laughs> he doesn't. Awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: No, feel free. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I mean, not for toys
2: for tots. I won't be here, but Oh, <laughs> even better. You can sleep in the I'll, bed. I'll yeah. <laughs> crash on your couch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can Jimmy open a window. <laughs>
0: Well, Gabe, thank you so much for joining us, man. And, uh, yeah, we'll definitely see you at at least one of the Intercity Sevens events. Me and Phil are going to definitely come to one, maybe the championship one, and then also alumni weekend. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: All right. Have a good night, brother. Yeah, you too.
3: And
2: now let's take a break to hear from one of our sponsors. Convergence Acquisitions LLC is an organization dedicated to providing their creditor partners with a compliance solution for accounts receivable portfolio sales and servicing they enable for their clients to focus on their core business and provide them with a reliable partner they can count on to acquire distressed portfolios. Through over 30 years of accounts receivable management experience, they have developed processes and procedures to recover account portfolios while exceeding compliance expectations. They have partnered with well-respected law firms and other recovery vendors to create an ideal solution for their partners. Convergence Acquisitions evaluates and acquires portfolios including credit card, retail card, consumer loans, auto loans, draft deposit accounts, EMS services, and more. For more information on selling portfolios to use, please contact our business development team at 855-200-6096 or via email at acquisitions at convergenceacquisitions.com.
0: And that was Gabe Santiama.
2: He did it. Nice job. No, that was
0: fun. It was a good interview. Yeah, let's just end the show now. Yeah, okay. How you feeling? Good, you. No. <laughs> we need to talk. We talked a lot about the Intercity 7s, but we talked a lot about the Wraith, we talked a lot about Gabe's team, a and so, you, a lot about you and I like usual. Oh, of course. That's, that's fine, we? yeah. If I was a high school kid, I would go to you and I over the other schools.
2: Hands down.
0: Again, <laughs> at least when we are biased, we like are openly like, "Hey, me and Phil both went to you and I." You You're, were my coach. <laughs> I was your coach. You're on the alumni board for you and I. Yeah, I I used to coach there. Of course, we're biased towards there just a little bit. You can't go wrong with any place: Iowa Central, Iowa, Iowa State. But obviously, we're always going to say you and I, and we've got love for those you and I boys because, again, man, I think my favorite part of that interview was when he said when I asked him like, "Why would you go there? Why would you tell a kid to go there?" And he said like that balance of. And, like, what do you respect about Zeus? And he was just like, he is self-aware in the fact that we are a club first. Mm-hmm. We have fun, but he pushes us. He pushes us right to that line. They compete for championships, but they also live their life.
2: Exactly. I think
0: that's huge because so many times we, we knew, like, football players or basketball players or wrestlers at UNI who, they loved their sport. But by the end of it, they are just like... I'm ready to be done.
2: Yeah, and I feel like just that's completely
0: burnt out type shit. That's a reason why guys like you and me and Gabe and other people are like, I want to keep playing rugby as an adult after college because we're not burnt out. Yeah, a lot of guys. I I just saw it's like, I need more. <laughs> I saw a guy from the University of Iowa. I think uh, Britt, Justin Britt, offensive lineman. He just announced that he's done with football, and I think he had another year left. He might have had some medical stuff or mm-hmm. like injuries, but like the fact that he's just like, I'm done. Like, I'm injured right now. Yeah. But you, I'm, I can't wait to get back to rugby. Like that, I, I just... But again, they put so much into each practice every single day. And they just mm-hmm. beat their bodies down. We practice once a week and we laugh and then we go have beers. And that's what I think makes rugby special and why we keep sticking with it. And that's why, too, I think Intra City Sevens is so cool. Because, again, once a week, you're playing Sevens. You're getting guys from all over the state. Let's break down our, our top six... Our power rankings. Power rankings. And we'll do these power rankings weekly because I know, well, one, not a lot's happening in the summer. Yeah. This is gonna be the main thing of the
2: summer. Pretty much, yeah. And then maybe some tournament recaps and stuff, but that's probably about it.
0: Well, until we get to block party sevens, that's like three weeks away. That's true. Two and a half weeks. So I mean we have two to four episodes before we actually get to a tournament. It's true what are we going to talk about <laughs> but even though this is going to end up being a two-hour episode i'm kidding yeah it'll be like an hour 15 max hour half whatever it's fine you want to spend the night okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah so our rankings. so again it was one of those things we were looking at the rosters and and we were coming up with some ideas and and we talked to mark and we're like hey we're gonna do this we want like we love we love what you're doing with intercity sevens Let's have some fun with this. And so the way we came down with this, Phil and I both came up with our top six, and we just had a couple of differences in the middle, but pretty much we we're the exact same, and we talked about it. So number one is the Raptors. Yeah. Number two, the Warriors. Number three, the Ragers. Number four, the Wraith. Number five, Minotaur Rugby. And number six. Midwest most wanted. Mm-hmm. And so, disclaimer here for anybody, <clears throat> do not be offended if your club is not ranked number one, because there's five teams that aren't. We had to rank everyone somewhere. But the biggest factor you need to realize is, as much as Phil and I like try to stay aware of what's happening in rugby in Iowa, we don't know everybody. No. We want to know everybody. I would love that. I would love for everyone to listen to the show. (laughs) But that's the thing. We haven't seen everybody play. What we know is when we played at UNI, and then when we played for Bremer, and then when we played for the Wombats, Mm -hmm. we see people very limited. Uh, We don't see a lot of sevens. River City, too, is a club that we haven't played in a couple years. Mm -hmm. Actually, River City was was one one of of our first uh, spring matches we ever had. One of our first matches as a club we ever had two years ago. So you know, as much as we're trying to get to know people, and then there's a lot of young guys, a lot of young U and I guys, Iowa Central guys, and then young guys from Cedar Rapids, young guys from
2: some guys have never City. even
0: played rugby yet, yeah, in there. So that's a thing too, where we're we're learning. There's kids from Cresco, yeah, you know what I mean. So that's the thing. So don't be offended. We're having fun with this. Uh, we mean no harm, no malice. We just and if you're in that bottom three. Then you can prove us wrong, and it'll be really fun to rub it in our face. I thought you were going to say, if you're in the bottom three, do better. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, Phil, where are you going with this? <laughs> no, so, yeah, let's uh, let's take a look at each one. So we're just going to go through. Uh, so our number one team, River City Raptors. Phil, break down, why did you pick them as number one? Because consensus, we both had them at number one. Yeah, so, I mean,
2: obviously I've seen quite a few of these guys play before. They have a lot of younger dudes with some... Pretty impressive speed and sevens experience. I mean, having Caleb on there. I mean, he was an All-American in college. These are full names. Caleb Olin. Uh, there's Landon Sanders, who's a really good player. I mean, Mikey Santiama's like, obviously, an absolute dog at UNI, and he's probably going to be a future All-American at some point. Quote, his brother Gabe. His brother He's Gabe. not that good, though. <laughs> yes, apparently. <laughs> I mean. We both disagree with that. Obviously, Mark Blong's on there. He's a very experienced veteran player. He's very good. I mean, Willie Veal's stupid fast we've played with him for a long time stupid good sevens he's player. very good sevens player i mean like you just look at majority of the guys in did this you list. talk about
0: tim slade i did not i didn't bring him up yet he was the newcomer of the year yeah. last year in this league uh marcus cross did you mention him no but we've played with him and he's also very good he's a great player he's a shifty little 9 10 15 See, type so, player. I mean, like a lot of these guys we've seen play and when we've played with them <laughs> aiden aiden lemley i think he's a waterloo kid too young guy uh I mean, he's always playing. I mean, he's a small, fast guy. Um, Yeah, you look at these names. And I will say, too, this is one of the teams where I recognize the most names. Yeah. And maybe that hurts them because, you know, again, bias, by association. But at the same time, Caleb is a great player. Mark is a great player. Marcus is a great player. Willie is one of the fastest players I've seen. mikey is a great young player tim was the newcomer of the year landon runs his team he's a great leader you know aiden is a great player i mean and then so for the guys we didn't mention it's just because we don't know you yeah and i feel like mark is the admin of this team he did his research oh yeah guarantee he knows who he has on his team Mm. Uh, this is a great team
2: yeah, I mean, I think it's a deserved number one ranking spot to start off. I mean, I can see them for sure finishing top three. I feel like I feel like that's a pretty safe statement, but it also is going to depend on their availability too. You know, and, and we didn't have access to that right away, so right. that's the other thing.
0: And then Mark did give me a little document with their availability, and then I didn't get that though, and I didn't, <laughs> and I'll admit I didn't look at it. <laughs> so, do you want another beer? Yeah, what, what are you gonna? Take? I was gonna do another one of these tight head brewing, uh, Scarlet Fire. I'll do another Scarlet Fire. That sounds pretty good. Oh, a roasty red ale. Mm. While I'm grabbing these tight head brewing company beers, sponsor the interview, talk about the number two team, the Northern Warriors Rugby.
2: Yeah, so, um, they had the uh, number one overall pick and they picked up Javaris, who's a fantastic player as well. I mean, we've played with him, he's you know. Played with the Midwest Thunderbirds. He's on Iowa Central. He's a... Obviously, we've had him on the show.
0: He's state champion. State champion, at Waterloo. Yeah. Also, too, you didn't even mention, they didn't pick him up. He went 1-1. He was first overall yeah, in I the know. draft.
2: That's what I said, first overall. You did? Didn't? I thought I said first overall. Or wow. he was a first-round pick. I meant to say that he was number one
0: overall, so... Yeah, Javarius congratulations he's number one and you look at him and a lot of people are like oh big bodied kid he should play prop when he played with us at the fox valley match he looked at me and goes i want to play 10 (laughs) and he's like when i was down in kansas city they had me playing some fly half and i'm like what What? like we because i was out i was injured you weren't there Because you're in Florida. Like, dude, we need front row help. Yeah. And, like, if you can play 10 in the body of a prop, that's so cool. Like, that's a mismatch. But you can also run people over. And so the fact that, like, as a sevens player, um, he's just got to make sure he can last for a full 14 minutes and and be that guy over and over and over. But huge pick at 1-1. Yeah.
2: I also like seeing Juju on there.
0: That's pretty wild. I know he's going to be able to make it up for a few. So once the Wombat... Rugby youth Academy is over he'll be able to go up more yeah. so he's gonna miss the first few weeks juju Julian that could Hall. that could be affect you know affecting mm-hmm. the team a little bit mm-hmm. uh Christian Burgos I think he is one of their of their um what's the word I'm looking for admin yeah yeah um Brady schlangen I think he's a Cresco kid he went to U and I yeah he goes okay. to yeah UNI. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah Dylan Johnson does he go to U and I yeah he does I think so, yeah. Yes, he does. Yeah. He he had an unreleased episode with the Wombats. Oh, yeah. Dude, I forgot about <laughs> that.
2: Our audio is like all fucked up on that. Ugh. The
0: file corrupted. Yeah. Because I we were trying to preload episodes, and we did like 10 interviews before the year started. And for some reason, that interview sat for so long, when I went back to it, it just said like file corrupted because I moved it off of oh, Flash Drive. Lo- and, yeah.
2: Yeah. That's lame. Yeah.
0: No, he was a kid who went and played at Iowa Central, and then he yeah. went back to UNI. And he's pretty Norwalk good, too. Kid. He played, actually,
2: yeah. uh, he played in one of the first, like, sevens, um tournaments that we ever had. Him and Nick Marker, I think, both came
0: to that. hmm Yeah. Yeah. No, so it's awesome to see these guys. Um, awesome to see these UNI guys playing, and also Iowa Central guys. Uh, this guy right here. Anusu? Is that the guy from Cedar Rapids? Oh, uh,
2: God, I'm honestly, I'm so much better with like uh faces than I
0: am with names. I know. No, nope, I'm thinking of Abbas. Okay, sorry, I'm thinking of Abass. That Abass is the guy uh, who just came out for uh rugby in Cedar Rapids like this past year, and he is so good. Now, sorry, Anusu has played for 12 years. He plays center, and he's from Fort Dodge. Oh, Dirty Dodge. Started playing rugby at eight years old. He's played in South Africa and the provincial select sides. Okay. I think he's one of the guys maybe who uh, Mark was telling me about who they just found random South African guys in Mason City. So... Yeah, that's Maybe. wild <laughs> yeah that's wild yeah <laughs> so that's our number two team then at number three we have the ragers yeah a lot of familiar names on there too uh so cory aben we know
2: him adam holm yeah he's played with Bremer and cedar rapids uh he's played like wing and
0: fullback he's pretty fast he's, and he makes some pretty good tackles he whores on to like every social yeah, tournament he... thing he can do yeah he's which... pretty involved oh very involved yeah yeah, and then Coop, Cooper Isaacson. Yeah, my son. Your son.
2: <laughs> he's he's good. He's fast. He, he can play a lot of positions.
0: And then Jacob.
2: Keizo, Ke, I think it's a, it's Kazos. Kezos. He's pretty good, too, though. He's really developed he, his skills quite a bit at Bremer.
0: Yeah, Cedar Falls, kid. He also goes with Adam everywhere. Like, they play, they, yeah. they just play as much rugby as they can. Cause I know he played for us down in Nash Bath. Yeah. Yeah. And he did an awesome job. And so I think, too, having that connection there of like a couple of guys who've played together. Yeah. That's big. And then here's the name Joe Lippard. I know. I love seeing that.
2: Cause he played last year, too. Yep. Whenever you can make it up, which I. I think he made up a decent amount if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. and that was like another deciding factor with like rankings too. Again with availability, mm-hmm. I'm like, if Joe Lipper can come every week, it's like he's a great facilitator.
0: Well, and that's the thing he can he can put people in the right spots, yeah. and he can he just can make it flow. And that's why I always loved playing with him when he was a ten for us at mm-hmm. Reamer because like he just made it work. Yeah. And it, it didn't make sense, so he just it just went. Um, and then also, I like seeing, uh, Adam's son on there, Landon. So that's actually, I was going to say Juan Rivas, his name was on there first. Uh, That's Iowa central kid, uh, a Lincoln. Oh yeah. yeah, Okay. Yep. He came to a few Wombats practices before. And then the last one, Landon simile. Yeah. I was going to say, he's good. No, no offense to your son, Coop, because I love Coop (laughs) and I love, you know, Adam Holm and, and Jacob Kazus, I'm I'm sorry, I don't know how to say your last name, but love those guys. And I think they're great players. I think Landon is going to be their MVP this year. Hmm.
2: It's a pretty bold statement, but I can see it. he's beefed up quite a bit from fresh like from the very first year he went to Iowa to mm-hmm. now. He's fast as fuck. I mean it'd
0: be interesting. That, I'm just gonna throw that out there. I think you know you have all this speed and this young talent that's a tough i mean if you put out there landon cooper adam jacob you put lippard out at 10 juan Rivas is out there and then you find someone else to do the other prop that i mean i don't know who tyler marino is you think any relation to dan possibly <laughs> <laughs> there's a chance probably not but <laughs> i i think they have a very formidable team oh yeah big time yeah oh I, they were a team that I wanted to put at number two, oh. but we shall see. Uh, at the rankings, the Wraith, they're at number four. We've kind of already gone over this team. Um, again, you know, Gabe is going to be a huge part of that.
2: Um, I think Jaws is going to be very surprising for you. Cause I mean, I know he's a bigger guy. He's a great 15s guy, but like I've seen him run in the open space a couple of times yeah. and against him. And that was awful. No (laughs) one's (laughs) going to want to tackle him. Yeah.
0: And the thing is... (laughs) It sucks getting ran over by him. It's going to take three, four guys to try to tackle him, which means he takes on four guys in contact. All he has to do is offload, and then someone swings it to the wing. They'll score every time. Yeah. All they need to do is just run him up the middle. Mm -hmm. This is actually how we... When I coached Roosevelt girls and we won our state title, we had Portia was her name. Yeah. And she threw shot put at East... But East didn't have a team, so she played for Roosevelt. And she was like six foot one. Strong, powerful runner. We would just have her run up the middle, take two, three, four girls to tackle her, and then she would offload, and then we'd swing it out wide to our speed. Boom. We would score all the time. Solid game plan. And I think that's <laughs> what they're gonna have to do here. So yeah. Again, don't know too many guys on here. We know Robbie, Joseph Wally if... and then. Gabe, Ethan Sprung. Um, yeah, it'll be fun to learn who some of these guys are. Yep. And that's why, too, this Wraith team, I, I really do think they could be higher. But again, I just don't know everybody.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, realistically, our bottom three could all be higher. Like, <laughs> you never know. Well, someone's
0: got to be in the bottom Yeah, I know, I know. I mean, that's what's tough. Uh, then the Minotaurs on this team... Nick Adams, Zach Badkert, Andy Dalski. He's a River City guy. I think he's their, um, what's it called, their admin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colby, Eric Smoan, Parker Height, Grace Hope. Uh, Grace is on there. Yeah, there you go. Um, then Braden Hubka, Abbas, Kimokai. He's the guy from Cedar Rapids I was talking about. He's uh, a yeah. really great player. Mm. Uh, Miro I don't know who that is unless they're talking about professional wrestler formerly known as Rusev he now works for AEW and his name is Miro I don't think that's who it is I don't know that's just one name Miro yeah, yeah. Well, might have been a typo I don't know no that's not a typo yeah um, yeah and then Lucas Powley.
2: I know I love, that. I love seeing that on there too Like, I wonder I, was... I wonder how many he can go to I'm also curious on that but I mean I mean, he's in Ames,
0: so it puts him a little bit closer than guys from Des Moines. Right, dude. Mm. He Pally's another one of those guys. He just wants the ball, man. Oh, I know. He just wants the game. And Lucas is so good. And then, yeah, no, he's and he could play anywhere too. Like he could play wing. He could play, you know, a fullback, uh, depending on how they play that. Honestly, he he could play fly half. He could play fly half, scrum half. He doesn't like scrum half. The most. I know, but but he can do it. (laughs) You could probably put him at center just by being a smart, fast player. Yeah. Um, And he doesn't miss tackles. No. He never misses tackles. I would even say you could put him at hook because of that. Oh, yeah. Because he could be a speed mismatch.
2: Yeah, I don't think I've ever really seen Lucas miss a tackle. Like, he is just so – he just locks it. Like, any, like, buddy he has an angle on, he locks it down every single time.
0: 100%. Love it. Then you have Ryan Thole, Matt. Weidemeyer, Ricks, oh. Taywin and Kobus van Tonder. Hmm. So again, a lot of those names I do not know. I apologize. And then our last team here, and again, no offense to the Midwest most wanted. And big reason why um Mark gave me a hard time because his brother Paul. <laughs> yeah, Paul played. That's Paul's, Paul's like the only
2: one of the only people I know on that team. You know Lucky Boy. Yeah, and Lucky Boy, and Lu- Lucky Boy's very fast. And
0: then also, uh Sproles. Yeah, you yep. know and him. Team. We've yep. played with him before. So those are some great players right there. Um, but yeah, we only really know three guys on there. So uh, he says Paul-
2: that Marnus guy is a uh, is a South African stud. Apparently, who is? Um, this Marnus Kotser? Kotser. Kotser, yeah. Okay. I mean, like, and there's, like, some other guys on here. Oh, there's, Tyler there's, Barney. Goskisson apparently has, like, some, like, track
0: records. Nick Goskisson Yeah, Ron apparently he's Erickson, really fast. Mason Drescher, Dalton DeWitt, Joey Marino. I wonder if he knows Dan Marino. <laughs> Hayden Pauls, Rory Prazik, Walker Sobolik Yeah, I mean, Javier Sanchez, though, says this is his second favorite squad and brent nelson said which team is your favorite javier says the northern warriors interesting hmm interesting interesting hayden paul's what is he uh interesting i don't know i'm reading the comments here trying to figure out some stuff so again we had some fun with the rankings we know we yeah. were kind of all over the board we, um, we tried to put some thought into it and stuff like it's
2: just hard like when yeah you're not 100% sure on who everybody is and, and the you availability. don't know who's going to show up yeah. Yeah.
0: but the one thing i do know that's really cool is there's going to be 6 rugby matches in Mason City this Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. And and guys are going to be having fun. Their community is going to be out in full force watching. I mean, how much fun would that be? Like, you just, you know, go down to the park. Hey, there's rugby matches. People are coming from out of town. It's going to be a great event. So if you can get to it, go check it out. Um, our rankings, I guarantee, will change. Oh, yeah. And, again, we'll talk about it next week. Uh, love what they're doing. I think it's going to give River City... Um, some great momentum going into their fall season. And also, it's going to help any players who, you know, like Gabe was saying, hey, I just want to play over the summer and stay yeah. fresh. Cool. You know, that's, uh, and like Juju and Lucas for the Wombats. That's awesome.
3: Yeah.
2: You know, no, I really absolutely love what they're doing. I'm really curious to see, like, week to week, like how everything turns out, like what the score lines are and stuff. And yeah, just getting some feedback too from other people on how things are going with it. And, it's gonna be cool. I really definitely want to get up and at least watch one of them.
0: I know. Oh, and
2: Tavius might be making a special appearance on one of the teams. I
0: saw yeah. that. I saw that he he put in the the thing like, hey, how do I uh, how do I get on there? And so that'll be huge. I feel like whatever team he goes on, I immediately am gonna bump them up a spot or two. <laughs> yeah, probably at least one or two. Yeah, even if he joins well, the number one team, I'll bump them up to plus 1. I don't know.
2: <laughs> well, Mark said that he can't go to the Midwest most wanted, so you heard it here first. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. So Mark knows something we
0: don't. <laughs> yeah, Mark was telling me he he thinks and maybe we're spoiling something. He's probably like, "Don't say it." Uh he thinks that the Midwest most wanted as number 6 is like wildly underrated. Like Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, he told me to. <laughs> yeah. So Sorry, uh, our bad. But, hey, <laughs> prove us wrong. Exactly. Prove us wrong. Also, speaking of proving people wrong. Mm. No, not a good segue. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, the Wombats, we are having our first ever Wombats Rugby Youth Academy. Yeah. Shout out to Travis Northway. Yeah. Who is the primary sponsor of this youth academy. And this is crazy, too, because, you know, Aunt just came on and we talked about, you know, Travis has a lot of stuff going on where he is going to be a new father coming mm-hmm. up soon. But yep. also he found out that he has cancer. Yeah. And he's got a lot of things going on. And this is what's crazy is that we talk, we share memes and we talk about rugby. And, and again, we we share very silly memes on Instagram and we were talking about rugby stuff and he was just like hey thanks you know for the shout out and the support but i want to be a part of this youth rugby thing
2: yeah that's huge
0: and he's like i want my business to be the sponsor i i want to be on a t-shirt i like i want to support this he's like i love seeing the youth opportunities and i want to make sure this happens because a big part of it was you know we wanted to make sure that if we were going to have kids do this because it is it's only for four weeks yeah four weeks of practice and then we go to block party sevens they compete that's it we wanted to make sure that it was 100 free for every single kid to participate in the tournament and to get a t-shirt that's huge for us is that hey i want to play rugby but if it's for kids i want it to be free and we were looking for sponsors we were looking and then travis stepped up and said hey i'm the guy and and i was like nah. like dude you got you stuff. got a lot of stuff going on right now but and like that's huge. I mean, we really appreciate, yeah, you know that a lot. And it speaks to the character of like who he is, and also like the impact rugby has had on him and his life, and the Ooh. fact that he sees it as this important for kids. So I don't know, just really good dude. Um, hopefully you bought a t-shirt uh, to support him. Um, but again, yeah, his business is supporting this. It's crazy. So if you have a high school kid who wants to play rugby this summer. But isn't on the Iowa Selects. If they're doing the Iowa Selects, do the Iowa Selects. Don't worry about us. But if you have a kid who wants, you know, one more tournament. Four more practices. Come to the Wombats Rugby Youth Academy. We practice every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Indian Hills in Clive. We hope to build off of this. So next year we do maybe a camp and two tournaments. Maybe we do 15s. But we're pulling guys from anywhere. We don't care where you're from. We don't care if you've never played rugby before. We just want people playing mm-hmm. 70 kids tried out for iowa selects only 15 get to go that means there's 55 kids out there yeah that want to play so we can be home to another 15 mm-hmm. or more um and i've heard rumors that there's other clubs that are trying to do some stuff too so really really excited i think it'd be really cool if we could get some of these high school programs going and then build it into 15s in the spring yeah i would love to have some 15s going on And I think it all starts right here. Yeah. So, if you have a high school kid, if you're a coach, like, you know, June 24th is that tournament. Mm -hmm. It's coming up fast. I also reached out to Patrick Lawson in Cedar Rapids. I reached out to the Iowa City coaches. If you can't make it to our practices, that's fine. Just tell us you're coming. Show up to the tournament. Play with us. One more tournament. Yeah. You know? It'll be fun. I mean, and we'll
2: try to keep it as structured as possible, but... The whole emphasis is we're here to have fun and hopefully learn a thing or two. and
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the best way to learn, I think you and me both agree on this, the best way to learn is by playing. Exactly. Like, obviously, you need to practice. That's important. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. But you're going to gain more from that one tournament than you would in four practices. Yeah. Granted, doing both is the best. But if you're not able to come to the practice, that's fine. We just want more kids playing mm-hmm. high-level rugby. Yeah
2: play get in there play make some mistakes learn
0: from the mistakes make some friends yeah
2: and make some friends
0: yeah the next thing too speaking of you know high performance and select side the midwest thunderbirds had their u23 tryouts they had over 70 girls invited to the tryout cool thing was the head coach of the u23 thunderbirds megan flanagan of course and represent. it was also, you know, up in the Twin Cities, hosted by Twin Cities Amazon Rugby. A lot of you and I alum on there. Yep. And then also, you know, there was a bunch of girls from you and I, bunch of girls from Iowa, a bunch of girls from Iowa MC, State. State. Yep. You know, Liberty Cawthorn and Genesis Dotson, uh, who went to Roosevelt. They came down from Michigan wow. to try out for it. And, you know, Liberty Cawthorn and Ivy Lawson. Ivy Lawson's at Iowa State. She's a freshman. Liberty and Ivy have been practicing with the Wombats recently. Dude, they were tearing it up last Wednesday. Also, the first... So, we had three teams for a touch. Hmm. And if you get scored on, you're off. Yep. Liberty and Ivy were on the same team. Their team was on for the first five games. They did not lose. And out of those five tries, they scored the first... Three of the first five.
2: Didn't Liberty have a? I can't remember. Was it a cherry pick? Yes. Yeah, it was a cherry pick for a try, which was pretty cool. She also gave me this big scratch on my eye. (laughs) Well, be
0: better. I know. (laughs) No. uh, I and I can't wait to see who made the Thunderbirds because I think we're gonna recognize some people. Oh yeah, big time. So shout out to them. Can't wait to see who made the Thunderbirds. And then again, Megan Flanagan, she does everything, man. I know. She does a great job with you and I, women. Wears many hats. hats. <laughs> that was our old tagline. Every person we had, hey, you you wear many hats. But it's true though. Yeah, it's called being in rugby. Yeah. And speaking of wearing many hats, did you see over the weekend too? Somebody we knew also wore a new hat because he was a AR, an yeah. assistant referee, at a major league rugby match. Yeah, Adam. Nice job, man. Adam Falk. Yeah, Adam Falk worked his first ever Major League Rugby match as an assistant referee for the Hounds versus the Legion match in Chicago. That's so, really cool. That's really cool. He's just doing, yeah, a ton of different stuff. So we can say that we have had a professional referee on the podcast. Yep. Calling it now. <laughs> yeah. No, I'd love to I would actually love to get him back on to just be like, How was it? You know, like yeah, what was I know like? what it was like, yeah. Cause I mean Oh, I guess you weren't there when we went to a Chicago game. But it's really cool. But it'd be really cool to hear from him how it was, like, working with people who've played all across the world. And just all sorts of different people from different backgrounds. Because, you know it's crazy to think he was working with like people who've played at the international level mm. and he's also had to deal with our bullshit D3 <laughs> fucking yeah. that's
2: it's such a that's got to be such a wild difference between doing men's D3 social rugby to doing MLR like it's got to be a huge difference <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, like, yeah duh. <laughs> duh there's a reason I'm... why
0: <laughs> They play in the MLR, and we play D3. I was talking Uh, more about the chattering, but yeah, okay. (laughs) Oh, I thought you meant, like, the speed of the game. The speed, no, no, no. no. Well, and, like, (laughs) you watch an MLR match, and just some of the times when they just start kicking back and forth, and you watch the kicks, and you're just like, how is it humanly possible to kick a ball like that? I don't know. And, like, you just watch, and you just hear the thump.
2: But then also being, like, the perfect position to return said kick. Like, I'd be fucking running around with my hands up like ah, I'm not getting a good angle on it and land like twenty feet away from me.
0: <laughs> I got a funny story. And it was hear. at your expense. I don't want to hear it. So I was talking to Casey Hansen, right? Oh, okay. And we were talking about like strategies or whatever. And you remember at the end of last year when we were in our last playoff match and we were losing to the uh East Side Whalers. Well, yeah. And I think our fly half Lee was getting like pissed off. So he started doing box kicks where he just kicked it as high as he could. Mm-hmm. Maybe like 15, 20 meters deep. Yeah. About as high as he could. And they kept knocking it on. And it was in the last 20 minutes. He would kick it and then we would get the ball inside their 20 meter line. Mm-hmm. Inside their 22. And it was our scrum. And I started thinking to myself like, this is a really good strategy. Just box kick it towards their pack. And I'm like, what? You know, I'm like, man, why don't teams do this towards more towards us? Like, just imagine if if someone picked out Phil, <laughs> and they box kicked at him eight different times. How many times do you think he's gonna win it? And like, we're, we're trying to be mean, but just like, you know, like, realistically, yeah, you have soft hands. They're not you know. soft. Oh, there's my st- hands tell the story.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you have stone hands and soft <laughs> lips,
0: and like your height versus a lock mm. or an eight man or a flank. Don't or prop. Don't be giving other teams ideas. Or the dude. opposing hooker. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was it was a funny conversation we had about like, huh. Like D3 rugby, we never kick. Hmm. And then you watch a pro match and you're like, whoa my god, they kick a lot. And then you're like, well, there's a reason. Like there's a lot of strategies. So yeah, I just gave the blueprint. How do you beat the wombats? Kick at Phil. <laughs> Man. Watch. Cut this! Cut this! Cut this! <laughs> Cut it! If anybody from Dubuque's listening, our first match this fall, they're just immediately. Where's Phil? I'm <laughs> gonna <laughs> point to like the guy with the best hands on our team. That's him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then someone will be like, "No, it's not. I, I know him." <laughs> uh, no, it was a funny conversation. It was a ricochet. show. I- I'm hilarious.
2: Sorry.
0: sorry, I'm mad that my my Apple Watch. Took a shot at me, Again? so I'm taking this out at you. Yeah, no, we've been sitting here, and at my watch just said, "Dude, you're fat as fuck." No, why, <laughs> literally. Why are you breathing so heavy on a podcast? You're, you're sitting down. <laughs> it's hot in here. <laughs> Count the temperature. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. I love you. I love you too. I'm sorry, but I thought you would enjoy that story. Kind of. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh -hmm. moving on though speaking of someone who can catch a ball so the fucking fucking hate you (laughs) the socal loggerheads the pr7s team Mm. they just announced that they signed gus sokol you might remember gus played for iowa central yeah so congratulations to gus let's get him on the show sometime dude we should right, Javi, can you set that up for us? Thanks, buddy. Oh, yeah, that's right. He hasn't been here in over a year. (laughs) Oh, wait, we've only been doing this for (laughs) a year. (laughs) Sorry, I'm just taking shots at everybody. (laughs) Right. So, no, congrats to Gus. Yeah, we should get him on because that'd be cool to hear about uh, PR7s. And then, I don't know, last thing I have, uh, there's this account on Twitter. Are you seriously still mad about this? I'm not mad. So there's this Barstool Rugby account, but they're not affiliated with Barstool, and they don't tweet the best content. And sometimes you look at it and you're like, eh, it's whatever. Yeah. And then the guy was like, oh, I'm I'm giving this up because uh, I'm doing something or something. And he kept dragging it out, like, who wants to run it? Who wants to run it? And. And then people sent DMs, and he actually DMed, I I did say like, hey, send it to me. I host a podcast and run a uh, Wombats rugby page. And he's like, oh, that's cool. And then he did say, he's like, how would you balance so many accounts? And I told him, have you seen the movie Split with James McAvoy? Oh, the multiple personalities, yeah. Yeah, and I told him, I'm just like that dude, but... I have 21 personalities and only four Twitter accounts. I'm actually under my quota. <laughs> and he said, fair point. <laughs> and he said, you're moving on to the next round. Oh, and then all of a sudden he goes, and he put on the actual Twitter. He said, someone offered me money. So I got to take that cold, hard cash. And then Parker Cyper texted me. He said, LOL. This guy's actually bragging about selling a Twitter account with 3000 followers. <laughs> yeah. And then someone new took it over, they made a new profile picture, and then they posted this really stupid post about, um, one day of being social media influencer has us shook, we're considering expansion, follow us, then tell us in the comments that you're interested and why you'd be the GOAT Barstool Rugby intern, we want to go to market and see what we get, moonshot. And it's a picture of a person putting a name tag on that says intern. So I replied and I said, me and the boys sharing rugby memes. And it's a GIF from TC Tuggers. From Tim, <laughs> oh, TC Tuggers. Tim yeah. Robinsons. I think you should leave. And it's just <laughs> <laughs> these <laughs> middle-aged men tugging their t-shirts, dancing. And he said, send us your best rugby memes. So I sent a few that I made for the Wombats account. And then... Rugby League in America podcast Said Wombats you live LOL And then the uh, Barcel Rugby Tried to make fun of me and said that's something You make them yourself I said yeah each one took about 30 seconds And then uh, And then he didn't like my He said maybe put 75 to 120 seconds next time That kid is creepy He didn't know who Gibby was from iCarly Wow Oh, you my... Is that me in there? That's you, and that's Parker. <laughs> you put Parker. So it's a meme, and it says, Rookie wing at the social. Quote, didn't you already have a plate? And then it says, veteran prop. And it's a picture of the chubby kid from iCarly, Gibby. And he says, quote, what, are you a cop? <laughs> that's funny.
2: Yeah, come on. Really?
0: So that guy, I don't know, he wasn't really a big fan of it. But then I made another one. And it's from the new season of I Think You Should Leave where Tim Robinson goes to a drive-thru and he pays it forward. And then he drives around as fast as he can to the backside. And then he orders 55 hot dogs, 55 hamburgers. Yeah, yeah, I've seen seen that one. He orders as much as he can. And so the guy in front of him goes to pay it forward. And the lady's like, all right, $680. And he looks back at Tim like, <laughs> what the hell? Gets out of his car. And Tim just pretends like he doesn't see him. He hung <laughs> He's like, what the hell's going on up there? And so <laughs> it's... And this guy's actually a former professional wrestler, Damian Sandow. Yeah. So Damian Sandow's at the window and it says, USA Rugby U20's massive win over Canada. Tim Robinson, ignoring him, says... Barstool Rugby looking for new people to run their page. <laughs> That's really good. Just <laughs> <It's> say, <laughs> shit. Thanks. It took me 30 yeah. seconds. I was going to say, does Barstool Rugby know anything about the U20s? So they replied, I love that for them. Hope we win the next one. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Kind of lame. I wish I
2: could give it a thumbs down.
0: Thumbs <laughs> down. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that took 27 minutes, I think, to tell that one story about Barstool Rugby Twitter. Yeah, pretty close. That might be the worst segment we've ever done. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. I made fun of you and then I told a terrible story. That doesn't make sense. So, if you have a Twitter, find the Barstool Rugby account and be like, B-Side boys are better than you. (laughs) Please. Or don't do that. Don't be mean. Don't tag us. Don't make a big deal. But if you did... That'd be funny. I didn't do this. <laughs> I didn't rig <read> shit. <laughs> the guys at Barcelona Rugby think I'm just some dumb hick. <laughs> they told me over dinner.
3: <laughs> Shoot. This could go on for another hour I of us just quoting. Yeah. I think you should leave. Dude,
0: so, um, New season. Oh, wow. new season's so good. Wow. How many times have you watched it? I haven't
2: actually got a chance to start it yet really sad I'm gonna watch it though I've rewatched like season one and two quite a few times I haven't started season three yet
0: I'll do it right when I get home honestly my favorite episode or my favorite skit of the new season Shirt Brother that's all I'm gonna say Shirt Brother Shirt Brother oh I fucked up I need your help Shirt Brother I gotta stop talking I'm to it for you it's so good It, it like, weirdly is emotional, too. So, it's a good one. Now, a lot of cool stuff happening. You know, USA U-20s won. Awesome. Uh, Club championships. Awesome. Uh, Would really love to see an Iowa team in there next year. Yeah. Especially a Wombat team. I don't know. (laughs) Fuck it. Um, Gabe, he's cool. Very cool. Intra City 7's cool. Wombat Rugby Youth Academy, cool. Thunderbirds, cool. It's all cool. Uh, Adam Falk doing an MLR match is cool. Gus Sokol on the Loggerheads is cool. Barstool Rugby could be cool. Mm-hmm. Give them some time, I guess. Let them grow. Yeah. What else? What, what do you have? I've kind of dominated the conversation. You know. got? Rugby related news? Oh, Any news. Any news? Did we miss anything?
2: I don't think so. I will say We have been getting back into the Wombats for higher things, so that's been cool. That is cool. Yeah. Did one this past weekend, gonna be doing one this weekend.
0: Yeah, I don't yeah. know if people want to hear about our community I know. service projects. Yeah, I know, <laughs> that's part of being a club though. I mean, like that you should be true. doing community service as well. And okay, so Wombats, we have practice tonight.
2: Yeah. For this episode, yeah, it'll be released Wednesday, yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. Tonight. Tonight. <laughs> tonight we have practice. We have the high school kids coming. We have women's players coming. We Dude. have
2: our players coming. We, we talked about it like earlier this past week, but it sounds so douchey to say, but like vibes okay. have been immaculate lately. Dude, so many people, it
0: seems like. We literally have zero practice plan. We show up, people are just talking. We say we start at six, but about 610 is when we actually huddle up. I say, thanks for being here. Let's have some fun. Someone leads us through stretching, so no one gets hurt. Even though Vic, well, Vic showed up late. Pulled didn't his handy. Didn't warm up. <laughs> so we warm up, and then we split into three teams when we play touch, and we play from six fifteen until about seven thirty, and then we go to the bar and hang out. And we've had about well, we had about thirty people 30, last time. Yeah. Thirty last time, yeah. And again, it's not and it's not just wombats. It's it's wombats. It's high school kids. It's uh, women's players. Yeah. Women's players. People on break from college. I mean. And yeah, it's just people are having fun. That's you know, yeah. really cool. It has been really fun. And then really on Thursday night, we're gonna go to the Valley Junction Farmers Market. Yeah, shit. And then Saturday morning, Des Moines Farmers Market downtown Des Moines. Yeah. So
2: farmer markets are fun.
0: Yeah, we're trying to get our our team out into the community to do events that aren't only based in debauchery and and getting (laughs)
2: super drunk and again because that's part of the whole being a club is being involved in the community one way or another and i mean obviously in a positive way so
0: and like more of our guys are having kids so where can we go that you know kids can go kid friendly you know exactly yeah no so really cool week coming up and yeah there's just a lot of cool stuff man and that's the thing too i know we get down sometimes about like I don't know, like, select sides for Iowa didn't go as well as we wanted. Yeah. Sometimes it feels like our numbers for spring weren't where we wanted. But we have to remember the positives of, like, we have good vibes right now. Yep. There are nine clubs that are going to be competing in D3 Iowa Rugby this fall.
2: Yeah, that's also wild.
0: The the schedule is pretty much finalized, but we're going to wait. Before we share that, just in case there's any changes, but there are nine D3 clubs in Iowa. We will be the biggest conference in like the Midwest by far. Oh, yeah. For D3. Yeah. And I think one of the most competitive. I, I, I just, I still, I look at, you know, we try to keep tabs on people. You know, if we go down the list of all nine clubs, you know, Clinton, they're back. Yep. They had to stop playing. And then they set out because, you know, their numbers weren't good. They're back. Bremer, they bumped up to D2, historically a fantastic club. Bumped up to D2. It hurt their club. They talked to Midwest. They're back to D3. I expect them to make a full return like they do. Because, again, travel's going to be easier. Uh, Recruiting those younger guys, getting the, the pipeline of kids who went to Waverly High School. Now they're back in the community. Uh Wartburg's there, U and I is there. I think they're going to be a fantastic club. Then Quad City. The stuff Quad City is doing with their youth is amazing. And they're not even in the Iowa Youth Rugby Dude, Association. And the men's league stuff. Like they are doing a ton
2: of stuff. And then like the whole like player spotlight thing they've been doing lately yeah. on social media. That's really cool. Like
0: Debo's like blew up. That was yeah. fun. Huge. Huge. Dubuque has given us some of our toughest matches in the last couple of years. And they also are having great numbers at mm-hmm. their summer practices. They kicked ass at all Iowa, yep. they finished second, and they lost to Palmer. You know, that's a club that they're they're not content with where they're at. I know they're gonna be working to try to win a championship. Um, mm. They have great leadership there. Yeah. Uh, we go down the list, Cedar Rapids, they're doing touch. Their women's team is up and coming, and I feel like having a women's team helps you bring people to the men's yeah. team. Love what they're doing. They've got a good young core. They've got good young players and trying to get the high school kids uh, involved. Iowa City, we talk so much about them, about what we love, what they're doing. Their social media is great. They also are going in their community doing non blackout drunk alcohol (laughs) things. Like, I mean, sometimes those happen, but like they're doing really cool things in the community. Their social media is awesome. And they're right there in Iowa City, University of Iowa. I expect them to continue to grow and grow and grow and get better. Iowa Falls yeah, is moving from up from D4 to D3. What they're doing is remarkable, too. Um, just to make that jump and just their social media has grown so much. They've put in a lot of work. They've been kicking ass in spring. Mm-hmm. They beat Iowa City. They beat Bremer. You know, a lot of teams, maybe not at full strength, but. They beat both those clubs. Yeah. They goodness. both put out teams. They agreed to the match. They beat them. Doesn't matter who played. They they won those matches. You know, they're showing, hey, we belong. We yep. can play here. Um, keep going down the list. Keep going down the list. Northeast Iowa. Northeast Iowa. That's a club that has they, always given us fits. Yep. Um, great dudes up there. They got their high school program up there as well. They got Luther College up there as well. Hmm. Um. Excited to see what they do with their club. And then the Wombats would be number nine. Yeah. And I like us. I I also like us. (laughs) So, I mean, it's one of those things where, yeah.
2: It's going to be an interesting year for rugby. I'm excited for the upcoming season. It's like, I feel like a lot, like every team's, you know, Really doing something to really, like, try to get another edge going, Everyone's
0: know? got their edge. Everyone's yeah. got their own little wrinkle of, like, what is going to set them apart from everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes it really fun is that, like, let's be honest. There was years in the past, a lot of years, where kind of going into the year, you knew it was Bremer's. Like, Breamer yeah. was going to run through it. Those years happen. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like that's been the case in D3. The past few years. The past few years. Because yeah. even though Bremer won it three years ago? Two years ago? Uh, 2021,
2: so that would have been two
0: years two ago. Two years yeah. ago. Even though they won it, it wasn't like a foregone conclusion. Yeah. You know, they had close matches. Yeah. Um, you know, Last year, we had a close match with Dubuque. Um, and Iowa City. And <laughs> Iowa City. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where I think everyone is trying to get very creative And it's very promising. And then again, River City, I think they should win the D4 Minnesota Iowa League because what they're doing with the Intercity 7s is going to pay off. Yeah, it's going to pay dividends. Mm -hmm. And then Des Moines
2: in D2. It's going to be interesting. They got, you know, um, Tim's obviously doing a lot with Des Moines and really, like, helping with their strategy. I think they're going to be very competitive in D2. Like, obviously, Eastside Banshees are probably going to give them a tough time because, you know, they were...
0: You know that's a great super
2: regionals yeah i mean it's a very good well established
0: club but and you know i don't know what palmer's up to Hmm. i've heard rumors about different things but like until the midwest announces it like i'm not they can't really say much about it yeah i don't i don't really know because i've I've heard quite a few different things and like uh contrasting things so um we'll keep our ears open for that have you also noticed too? I feel like I've seen more women playing rugby this spring than I've seen like In previous seasons. Yeah, like ever. Yeah, I feel like there's a good chance that we're gonna see either you know a Des Moines team or a Cedar Rapids team or or whatever or a combo team competing.
2: I, I it just instead of it being like a. Uh, a-
0: not what festival, it, festival yeah, yeah. Instead of it
2: being a festival, like, yeah. Oh, we sent
0: four, we sent five, uh, we're gonna go to Rockford and play a match that doesn't matter. Like I mean, like I like the idea of you know, like as
2: long as rugby's being played, it's, it's better yeah, it's, than nothing. it's good, yeah, yeah. But I would love to see it get to a point where it's just
0: competitive league and then you mm-hmm. get to go do playoffs and compete mm-hmm. for a national title. And then we think of high school girls is in the fall. We already know Iowa City is gonna add a team. Yep. I feel like there's gonna be more teams added. Mm-hmm and then all of our colleges are kicking ass men's and women's i mean women's had three teams in the top five yeah and then insane and then in the men's i mean iowa state competed and got second and 15s and for a national championship and sevens you and i is competing for national championships and 15s and sevens they haven't won one yet but they're always in the running yep. iowa is growing and getting better and better and better Iowa Central is a varsity program. Yeah. Uh, consistently has been, like, you know, in the National Championship or, like,
2: running, you know, like, competing for it. You know, like, this past year was obviously yeah. tough. But there's was well, also... because they, they were, playing were playing
0: in the toughest, one of the toughest, toughest conferences. conferences.
2: Yeah. Against a lot of, like, majority of the schools they play against are... Actually, well, they all, all varsity. Schools, yeah, varsity. Yeah, varsity four-year programs. Exactly. So, it makes different difference. But, again, that's
0: not an excuse. Nelson won't... Do I know that he won't. No
2: and I And I... You know, I
0: applaud them for that, but... Because I I would want to use that as an excuse. (laughs) I would use it as an excuse. I'd always... I'd tell myself every time, like, "Ah, that sounds so shitty, but, (laughs) like, I mean, being honest, like, I'd be like, hey, I'm... I, like, yeah, we want to win a national title, but at the end of the day, like, we have to work twice as hard because our turnover is twice as fast, but... But they're they're going to get back there easily. Oh, yeah. Also, did I see something? Did it... Is Iowa Central going to start a women's team soon? I, I don't thought know. I saw a post I, I, with, like,
2: women and, like... I don't know. I didn't see
0: anything, but I'm also not... This was, like, curiosity. months ago, though. Oh. I feel like I saw something that hinted towards a, a women's team, and it's, like... That would be amazing. Holy smokes. If they had a women's team... If you just think of the Hot cats, if they all went to Iowa Central, and then you got a couple Whoa. of girls from out of state... <sighs> yikes. Hmm. I mean, that would... Food for thought. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean, that would do... That would impact... You and I in Iowa State. That's true. But it would be interesting. Yeah. And rugby's good. Yeah. And then also, too, hey, would more high school teams open up because of that? So, I don't know. I I think rugby's in a really, really good spot in Iowa. We need to keep this momentum. And it's cool, too, to hear a guy like Gabe and, like, when I talk to Lane Prusner and Caleb and all these young people, they want to coach. Yeah and they want to coach in new areas. They want to grow it. They want to keep adding. And that's what I love the most is like people aren't content. Hmm. This River City Intracity 7s it's it's growing. It's growing. And I'm going to I'm going to end it. I'm going to end this little rant that we didn't have planned. <laughs> this is funny Hey, Is we there anything really, else to talk about? We oh, don't, don't really plan that much though usually. <laughs> Shut up. You don't. I, I do. Don't. Look at I this don't. spreadsheet. Have you do you see what this looks like? Look how I've seen it. This is so much stuff. And then every, look at this Excel spreadsheet. Look at all that. Um, anyways, last thing I was gonna say, the growth is cool in Iowa and the positive vibes are really cool. And everyone in their own little community is doing really, really cool things. I like how you said everyone's got their thing hmm. where they're trying to set themselves apart. I feel like you take this momentum that we're seeing in iowa hopefully other states are seeing this too and the fact that the usa u20s kicked canada's ass i mean this is setting up for hey you know what eric nichols is going to come on in a couple weeks he's going to talk about the usa rugby national team the eagles how disappointing it is they didn't make this world cup but the future is bright Mm, very I know people have been saying this for the last 20 years, though. (laughs) It's just like every Bears fan. Okay, you (laughs) did. Okay, that was rude. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. oh. But you know what I mean, though? Like I know people have said this for 20 years, but this actually feels like we have guys at the high school ranks who are doing a great job. We have coaches who are focusing on the young guys. We have Pathways. We have structures that are getting built, and we have a lot of leaders who are becoming selfless. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like there's going to be some cool stuff coming down Damn, the line. I really hope so. And I just hope, we're doing, I, hopes. I just hope we're doing our part. I think I think we're doing our part. <laughs> Thanks for touching my leg. <laughs> no. Hey, good episode. Yeah, that was fun. It did yeah. end up being closer to two hours. I told you. <laughs> we're so good at this <laughs> shut up all right well anything else hmm anything else you have to pitch no i think i'm good you 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 legs first legs first legs This episode is brought to you by Rotor Epoxy, the premier epoxy company in Iowa. You need your floors looking good, you need to redo the entire shop, the locker room floor, the fire station, the man cave, those are the guys to call. There's an infinite amount of floors that you would possibly mess
2: with here. So whatever you need done, they can do some wicked ass designs for you. Whatever you got going on, just get it done. Get a hold of them.
0: Infinite designs, 100% satisfaction, Rotor Epoxy, find them online now.